about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Who Cares? Hey, hon, how are you? Hi, hon. What's shaking? You were just watching The Handmaid's Fables. Yes, the tale of the handmaid. The story of the handmaids. The light and beautiful princess story of the tale of the handmaid of the, and the, the seven female, dwarves. The female species being ripped asunder. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And is it, is it mid-season? Where are you at with this one? This is season it's two? It's almost over, is I think. Is this season three? Season two. Season two of The Handmaid's Chronicles. And mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty intense from what the I can see. The Lion, the Witch, and the Handmaid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the bridge to Terabithia and the Handmaids. <gasps> oh, God. It could use some whimsy. I tell you. Yeah, not a lot of whimsy. That soundtrack. No. It's just like... <laughs> It's just a drum. Yeah, it's a doldrum of doom and death. It's very heavy. It's very heavy. It's very like strap in, strap up. Because you're in sex slavery. You in danger, girl. Yeah, girl, you're in danger and uh, you have no rights. Nope. Not a one. No rights, no lycra. That's the dance party (laughs) they go to. Yeah, but it's actually, that's what they call the secret dance party. But really, it's just them by themselves moving just like, sl- like slowly moving from foot to foot by themselves in their bedrooms. Yeah, yeah, because they, with no music. Correct. Yeah. yeah, no lights, no music, no lights, and, and <laughs> no it's, dancing. It's not even dancing. It's just an anxious uh, nod or bob. Uh, it's more of one of those uh, rocks of neglect, you know, yeah. when children... Uh, have been abandoned and have no... Um, Nobody to warm them. Yeah, no, they didn't have any sort of bonding as a baby, so they... They just rock in the void. referred to as the rock of neglect, which is terrible. Is that from uh, from uh, social work school? No, it's from bachelor's in psychology school. The rock of neglect does sound like a tour name for a band, maybe? <laughs> what was the band name I came up with yesterday? I had a good one. Uh, we were walking with someone, mm. Jen and Bay. Oh, what a beautiful day. It's a, it is a holiday weekend. Yeah. What a beautiful weekend. Yeah. Even though it was pouring rain yesterday, we made the best of it. And it is a weekend built around memorializing our fallen soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should just take a moment and say thank you and express gratitude for those have, who have served our country because mm-hmm. it's a very serious thing, but it is nice to have a weekend where people take the time to make plans and get together. Yes. It symbolizes the beginning of the summer for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's <laughs> your DNA. Uh, your blood type is beach. You think so? It says so on your on your yeah. birth certificate. Yeah. Beach. Beach positive. That's me. If anybody asks, what's my blood type? I say beach, beach positive. Yeah, I'm a beach positive. I don't know if you'll take this transplant. I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> your body will accept it. Are you beach positive? Yeah, it's where I thrive, you know. No, you're O positive for ocean, ocean positive. Anyway, we had a really <laughs> nice weekend catching up with friends, a couple couples dates, went mm-hmm. to the beach with Danny and 
and Adam. Yeah, we and saw Ron. like our some of our favorite people this weekend. We spent some really quality time. Yeah, and that's what it's about. And now it's hard to break out of it because I just came home. I had a quick thing for work today. Uh, we're we're cooking right now at about four thirty in the afternoon, right? <laughs> yeah, we're Is cooking. That accurate time yeah, wise. Yeah. Uh, I just got in, and you were you're you're stressed about your to do list. You said. Yeah. Are you transitioning back into work mode today? Yeah, I mean, this is, we're doing another um, unplanned episode about Ross Aaron's generalized anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and another shape that it takes is uh, where I get very anxious about the things that I know I have that I should be like chipping away at. Mm -hmm. And they're also not things that I will just be able to deal with like in one sitting. Like yeah. it'll probably be something that I quite literally have to like bit by bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then on top, I'm getting anxious just, just thinking about it. Well, just talking wanna, about it and thinking about it. I think that's good though. Cause I want to catch this energy. You had, you had this energy when I came in the door. <laughs> Where it was almost <laughs> like your head was gonna start spinning around like The Exorcist. Uh huh. Like, what is her name in this in the movie? Regan. Yeah, it was just looked like your your head was gonna start spinning and being like, I I have too many things to do. Ah! Well, because then in that state, well, also there was anxiety and a dash of shame about. Because I, I do the thing where you go out and I'm like, oh, I got the place for my to myself for a little bit, and I'm like, well, I'll you know, ha do some like anxiety watching television and some like anxiety eating sugar, but then I'll like get up, do some stuff. So my hun doesn't think that that's like all I've been doing. So you'll trick me. It's not a trick as much as it is like shame motivation. Like I don't want to be shamed. Shameovation. Shameovation. Ooh. Shamevation. We Lady need a shamecation y'all. That's what that's we need. That's what we need. Yeah. Uh, and so when you walk through the door, I find that, as we know, like comedy is a great way to veil so many emotions, mm, you know? Mm -hmm. So you walk to the door and I was like, hon, I'm mm. here. I'm still here yep. on the couch yep. doing what I told you I wasn't going to be doing. Even though like ultimately you don't really give a fuck. Like you might a little, but like you got shit to do. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah. Like, I mean, you care. Let's be honest. Well, you the care, joke, the joke, you care a little bit. The joke I made to you was... Honey, I have my head up my own ass so far yeah. with my own stuff that's going on yeah. that's stressing me out. Yeah. So, of course, I can't keep track of what you're up to. Then I said, that's actually a lie because sometimes <laughs> I'll pull my head out of my ass because it's so stinky and funky in there. Ew. And I'll take a pee. I'll be like, oh, well, what's she doing? Well, what's she doing with her life? Because that gives me relief right. from my life. Right, right. It's like if it, I can micromanage your life, yes. then I don't have to face the facts of my own. I need a shamecation. <laughs> Yeah, you like that, which was issue in our relationship early on. Yes. I would say. A yeah. lot of taking stock of me yeah. to deflect from whatever was going on with you. Yeah. Uh so you know, maybe she's like a little she gets a little PTSD, but it's probably my own my own stuff for the most part. I mean you get scared that two thousand ten me is gonna come out. Yeah, 2010, 2011, Patrick yeah, I guess 2011. is going to be like, oh, here she is fucking laying on the couch watching oh, TV. Oh, watching TV? Cool. Yeah. Like, I can't be with a person that watches TV like that. Meanwhile, I'm like, let's watch Westworld, Barry, and RuPaul's Drag Race right now. You never have wanted to watch all 
I've never seen you want to watch three things in a row. Yeah, well, so don't last lie. Several don't lie Sundays, to our listeners. Last several Sundays, we're doing Westworld and Barry in one sitting. I will tell you that I feel like you really, I don't really feel judged by you at all in that way, which I really appreciate that like you know that I have my time sometimes, mm-hmm. but like overall I'm a productive contributing member to society and you don't really give me a hard time about that stuff anymore, which I appreciate because you also know that I give myself plenty enough of a hard time so yeah (laughs) well and it's weird like i think we've talked about this a few times now but like this freelance lifestyle is like it it can look like oh we're not busy or working that hard but it's like when we are working hard it's very hard or you know whatever there's just always crap to worry about and it's like yeah well that's i don't want to be like like another thing that is like a source of worry no you bring me joy you bring me laughter. You bring me calm. Calm? Calm. Okay, let's just like really enunciate What'd that I say? word. What I Calm? It, some people might have heard <laughs> that word in a certain way. You bring me laughs. You bring me joy. You bring me calm. I said calm. Hot loads. Calm. This is where certain people will stop listening to the episode. <gasps> Whoa. So yeah, you came in the door and I said, "Hun, I'm still watching TV mm-hmm. because I'm anxious about my to-do list and I don't know how to chip away because I'm thinking about it all at once. And you were like, well, what do you have to do? And I was like, I don't even know because I'm just like living in the anxiety living of the gray. the gray. Living in the gray. Living in the vague. And you're like, here I am in the gray. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I'm in the gray. Because <laughs> it's so warm and cozy in the gray sometimes. It's not cozy. But you it's, think, no, you trick yourself. Yeah. Well, when you're avoiding, been, maybe it's avoiding the gray feels comfortable. Or no, you're in, yeah, you're in the gray. And what do people mean by that? That's like things are vague. You're not getting clarity on what exactly you do need to work on. Yeah. You're not getting clarity on what is priority. Yeah. You're not getting clarity on what is bothering you. Yep. You're not like stopping to take stock and regroup. Exactly. You're just living in this like unsure emotion. It feels very old. Yeah. Like I would say... I don't know, maybe six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. I was in this place a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in it in a specific area of my life, which is my taxes. Don't I, bring it up! <laughs> <laughs> we both extended our taxes for this year. I got some letter that said I have some delinquency on payment from last year or something or deficit like I underpaid my taxes last year or something it's not an audit it's basically like you might owe more money like I literally look at the way these letters look yeah like the printer they use the font they use the the seal in the corner I look at it and I'm I cannot read English anymore (laughs) so I start reading it I see these words I see these numbers but then at the bottom it's like this is not a bill and then i'm like but it looks sure looks like a bill and then i'm just like i'm not reading this so it's a warning like it's a warning i don't even know so (laughs) it went to the bottom of my inbox uh and i just now it's in my folder to send like i have a uh, there's an accountant they do all this stuff i'm just sending them everything and they're just going to tell me what it says. Well, that's a, I mean, you know, I love that kind of move. Yeah. I live for sending it away to somebody else who I can pay to tell me what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, that is part of my anxiety as well. Uh, but at the same time, like 
it's a fucking bank holiday. So even though like, yes, I have these things I need to do. Like I couldn't really do anything about that stuff today. I could potentially look at it and be like, okay, what is it exactly that I do need to do? Like to tackle this issue. Well, and and ultimately it'll get taken care of. We'll ask for help. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But I am feeling like maybe I need to go back to another 12-step program. For, oh, for the money, money, money. For my money problems. Money. The albatross has, has gotten... It's reared its head. Yeah, it's gotten bigger again. This and is your handman- handmaid's tale. Yeah, this is my handmaid's tale. I... Um, Do you think in the world of the Handmaid's Tale, like in the universe, they have Handmaid's Fail videos? Like they're sending around <laughs> memes of like, did you see what this dumb handmaid did? Because no, like, yes, funny. they're all being oppressed and it's horrible, but they're making silly mistakes. But, like tripping. The fail, but the fail always ends in some sort of like hanging or <laughs> abuse. Yeah. yeah, like she trips up the stairs and they're like, that's an embarrassment. We need to hang you. But it would, sure, yes, I see you're just, like, riffing here, but I think it would be more like a, um, like, she didn't address the woman of the house, the lady of the house oh, properly, kind of, and then yeah. it's like, handmade fail, and dun, then it's dun, like dun. a Sound photo effects. of the lady of the house, like, fucking clocking her across the face. Burning her hand over the stove. <laughs> yes. Handmade fail. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. Or yeah. they like, you know, they accidentally like leave a baby in a car seat on the car before they pull out, you know, something cute like that, you know? Yeah, that's cute. Although they're not allowed to drive, so that wouldn't happen. Anyway, <laughs> I was just riffing on the the idea of Handmaid's Fails. Uh, sure. And I distracted from talking about going back to the money program, yeah. the debtors program Yeah. that helped, feeling, helped you a lot. I'm feeling very like... emotionally overwhelmed by finances and when I'm in this state like practical advice is of no use to me because I'm just like too emotional and scared about it well that's what's good about 12-step stuff is that it appeals to the spirituality end of things right yes and other people that like can relate to that feeling like I get really scared and frustrated by people that don't understand money as like emotional and historical and like our relationship to it is like so challenging yeah uh so when people give me just like sound practical advice i get really angry yeah yeah (laughs) because i feel like they don't understand me yeah well, what? So we both also just now, when I got home, confided in each other how what what tool we did use to feel not feel our yeah, feelings. Yeah. So what'd you go for? What was your what was your trick? I went for two individually wrapped chocolate chip cookies, mm. Mm. which I don't even remember the last time I bought two of those things. The Sam's Sam's brand, which are like big cookies. And you hid the evidence. Yeah, I threw. Usually it away. the wrappers are on the table. I threw them away. <laughs> So I ate two of those. I got a small iced coffee and I watched The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. And I felt pretty good for about an hour. I also looked at some tattoo artists on Instagram because like, why not plan your next tattoo when mm-hmm. you're terrified of your finances? Yeah. That used to be an old move. It's very old school today. 
Oh, yeah. Feels very early sobriety, like doubling down on sugar, scouting out tattoos, checking out with television. It's very 2011, 2010. Tattoos have a double whammy effect. It costs (laughs) money. You're spending money, which feels good Uh on some level emotionally for you, I guess. Don't you Uh, shade me. (laughs) uh, But then also the pain, the burn and the sting of Mm -hmm. a tattoo. Yeah. Is that part of it? Uh, yeah, but I guess, um, I think like planning a tattoo as probably has an element of like getting drugs. Yeah. You have to like reach out. You the have, steps. You got it. So it's like the adrenaline begins when like the process begins of like, I need to make contact with this person. I have to tell them what I want. We're going to mm. set up an appointment. It's a seduction. Yeah. You're seducing the high. Yeah, and it's like also, I haven't really thought about getting one for a long time, but now I have this idea in my head, so I'm really like, oh, now I think I want something, and I'm thinking about it, what do I want it to look like? And so it can be a a wonderful distraction. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. It's like you get, I, I, I know, yeah, the obsession of, thank God the obsession I'm having currently is with this creative project, the thing, the trailer I've been like cutting and recutting. Which at and- least is something that, it's productive and will lead yeah, you somewhere. It, it's like, thank God it's a it's an actual creative endeavor. But there have been times when I'm like, all right, time to get a new computer. I'll start obsessing about what exactly to get that will solve this problem I have or a new camera or whatever. Uh, and I'll I'll like research and look at different listings, yeah. look at used ones, you look at new ones, go down a B&H website rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, totally. And Same it, shit. And it all feels very similar to surfing porn or whatever Ooh, you know wow feel it in your loins <laughs> yeah Woo! which is totally um like my wedding dress played like a big role in that area for a long time too the original it, wedding dress or the second <laughs> yes. wedding dress well yes because the second wedding dress was only like a few hour obsession yeah. before it was purchased well, wedding dress a small component of a much bigger thing that is very common for women to get or people to get carried away with sure. as a way to sort of escape the rigmarole of everyday life exactly i, I was actually talking uh, uh listeners you'll remember i i uh gave a warning that People should not talk to me about paying quarterlies when it comes to taxes. And uh, I was talking to a friend of the show, Jason Rogers, Mm. uh, and who really gets me. And I was talking to him about that warning, and he was like, well, you know, you're 100% wrong. (laughs) I was (laughs) like, what are you, like, you're my ally. What are you talking about? And he was like, well, you do need to pay quarterlies. (laughs) And I was like... I was like, but that is not the solution. He was like, listen, he was like, I get where you're coming from. I understand the anxiety. He was like, but you will never get out from underneath your taxes unless you start paying in advance. And I was like, but how can I possibly do that? And he was like, well, you start a payment plan for the ones that you're behind on while also paying in advance. And I was like, fuck, he's got a real good point there. Wow. How did he crack through? How did he get through? I think because I know that he really like gets my anxiety and where I'm coming from. Uh, And he spoke to me in a way that wasn't like 
It was a little programmy. It was like, I totally hear you. I understand where your anxiety comes from. I'm one of those people too. But also here's some like practical advice that like maybe you should consider implementing even though you're like an anxious mess. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. He's wow. Well. But thanks. now that's just another layer layer, because I'm just like, well, fuck. What am I supposed to do? Well, that's, you know, you talk to your guy about it when you go. <sighs> I didn't get to share with what I junk, what kind of junk food I just ate. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like talking about myself because. That's okay. I'm just, I'm not saying it. Oh, she's in it. She's growling into the microphone. That was an Ujjayi breath. Ujjayi. Ujjayi. I also, I didn't have yoga at all this weekend, which yeah. is my first weekend off in a while. And I think like being a little, you know, that's been like a nice thing to just have for me to go to every weekend. And it's very like grounding and spiritual. And I mean, you know, what's crazy about yoga is it's a place people go for an hour straight, at least an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. Right. Yep. Where people go. And don't look at their phones for an hour. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Nobody doesn't look at their phone for an hour. Yeah. Right? I mean, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And like that alone, like you could be uh, raking leaves and, and not doing yoga. And right now you'd be like, I really miss raking leaves right now. You know? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm making the point that like, I know yoga is very important to you and it's the thing you love and you're amazing at it and it's sort of blah, 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 your blah, thing blah, but, yeah. but the point my point is that uh you of course you're missing yoga but you're also probably missing a place to go for an hour at a time where all this stuff that we're talking about right now isn't in your face no that's what i'm saying is that like and it's not just an hour i was doing all day there like yeah. this is the first weekend where i haven't been like doing eight to five right and yes, I there were breaks where I checked my phone, but I was spending a lot of time off of my phone and like not in this place. Mm -hmm. Also, just a distraction from my to-do list. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't. I've got yoga all day today. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's just like loose ends, but in the grand scheme, they'll get done and I'll be fine and I'll chip away. And ultimately, none of it really matters. So... Nope. As I heard at a meeting last night, the train's going in one direction. To death? Yep. Wow. We're all getting older. Time is moving on. That's for sure. One of the yoga... So, anyway, so, as far as that goes. So... Well, the train's moving in one direction. We all die one day, and time is irreversible as far as that goes. <laughs> yeah, so then it's like, why even pay your taxes? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when Trump's taking care of it. And you know they're not going to shit that we want to do, so. Mm. Mm. Preach. Anyway, I <laughs> got off the G train at Bedford Nostrand about an hour and a half ago. And I was like, I guess I'm hungry. So I went into Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, that's right. Now you're telling us what terrible shit went you did. I went into Dunkin' Donuts where on the board lies three specials. Two breakfast wraps for $2. Wait, what time did you go in there today? This was about 345, 340. <laughs> okay. I would say. 330, 340. Uh-huh. Two breakfast wraps, $2. Two English egg and cheese on English muffins for $3. Two bacon, egg and cheese on a croissant 
four or $5. So I was like, well, I am hungry. I'm going to have to eat again anyway. I'll go for the two English muffins and I'll just eat one. I'll bring the other one home. I just rolled my eyes, everybody. And I'll only eat one because I'm also going to get a French crawler. Oh, you love a, you love the egginess of only a French crawler? Only in the last four months, I think. <laughs> it's like a new thing for me. I guess I had a phase of the French crawlers in high school, maybe. I did, yeah. But they've come crawl- back. Oh, I had a crawler phase. Yep. Oh, my crawler phase is crawling up right now. Crawling up, baby! I love a French crawler. I love a French rumba. It's rumba. Not- <sighs> She's not French, Italian. Oh, she's Spanish and Italian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll work on the character. We got to design this character. Okay. Anyway, European Roomba. Sure. Uh, EU Roomba. <laughs> so anyway, within like ten minutes of making this purchase, I'm standing at the B38 bus stop in Bedsty, just chowing fucking down on two egg sandwiches. At, meanwhile, I just cooked an egg sandwich at 1.30 p.m. Oh, my God, you did? Back home. No, at 1 p.m. Because I had to run over to bed, style. Just egg sandwiches all day. Yeah. I've probably had six eggs worth of sandwich. <laughs> and who knows if yeah, these... Yeah, but only some of those were real. Like uh, the that's eggs what I was going to say. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, the ones at Dunkin' Donuts look very convincing. Because they've, no, they they've got a yolk. <laughs> they don't. They've got a yolk. They come out of the freezer in patty they form. Real, they they go into a toaster oven that <laughs> toasts them to a thousand degrees in like 10 seconds. Is that a toaster oven? I think it's heat. I think it's real heat. It's laser beams. I don't know what it is. But yeah. came out of there. I had a small, Radioactive. small black coffee. Just chowing down on the bus. Just like half hating myself, but half justifying. Like this morning I had oatmeal. I'm like, you know what? Today, get back on track. Get into it. Yeah. I didn't eat great yesterday. Although I had that nice. We, had- we both rounded out our days decently. I snacked all day yesterday. And then because we made a great salad on Saturday night, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had some leftovers. So we both had a really delicious salad last night. Yeah. And we were feeling like good about our life because we were eating ve- a colorful vegetable yeah. salad we had lots of colors lots of vitamins lots of dietary fiber yep which is where it's at yep uh but then we just we couldn't so we yeah, couldn't like, do it today i don't know what today was about <laughs> i don't know what that was it, was it does probably have to do with the long weekend and like tomorrow starts like the work week for real and you yeah. know it's always just like a little oh uh, something i wanted to disclose is that like when i went there I was very much like, Ross doesn't need to know about this. Oh. Like, very much, like, very specifically having those thoughts. Shame spiral. Yeah. But then I was like, well, I should hold myself a little bit accountable, so I'll tell her I had a donut and coffee. But I'm not going to tell her about these two fucking sandwiches Oh, my God, you were wheeling and dealing with yourself. Yeah, I was, like, bargaining and, like, and then when you told me about the cookies, it was like, all right, well, I'm going to get real, too. So... I know there's so many and it's like, really, we're just trying to hide the information from ourselves. Yeah. It's like if I swim deeper into the gray, no one else will see me. Yeah. And I've been um, touching my face a lot, which currently you are right now. (laughs) Hands off. I'm doing it right in your face. First of all, just a general thing. You shouldn't touch your face. People in general shouldn't touch your own face because yes. you get so much stuff on your hands. 
It's really bad for your skin. Yep. I pick my nose constantly and I also dig around my eyes a lot. Mm. And I shouldn't do that. Right? It's just as a general policy. That's how I mean, people get colds, stuff like that. I guess. There's a certain amount of grooming that is just like in our genetic code, yeah, I think. Yeah, sure. But if you find yourself returning to the face. Yes. There is some level of, uh, what's the word? Session. Dis- yeah. Like, dysfunction. Yeah. Like uh, neuroses. Yeah. It's going on. So with that said, what, what you you have a thing where you do it all the time. <sighs> yes. And, I don't uh, think we've discussed this yet, have we? feel like we must have i don't think so uh well if i have pardon but i don't think so uh i have what the doctors call dermatillomania Ooh, which which is a metal band from sweden <laughs> they were big yes. late 90s they were big, they were doing a lot of Ozfest. they're a little bit like guar uh a lot of dressing up spitting blood out things like that mm-hmm. and they just wear skin suits just suits oh. made of and they pick their own flesh off <laughs> during the performances. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so dermatillomania is the sexy sister of trichotillomania, which is the hair pulling anxiety disorder. Well, that sounds much sexier when you put it like that. Hair pulling? Ooh, yeah. Rumba. Uh, so I think more people have heard of trichotillomania, which is the hair pulling thing. Uh and dermatillomania uh, is just a similar sort of dissociative anxiety triggered slash relieving uh, body focused repeated behavior, uh, BFRB, um, body focused, yeah, BFRB, uh, where you just like go to town on your skin, you know what I yeah. mean? Just like go to town. I mean, it's it's a physical manifestation of what we were talking about earlier. Like, well, I don't have to think about my problems if I distract myself with this other yes. thing. And it provides some sort of bizarre relief in the moment uh, because you're sort of just, I mean, you're like literally dissociating and just focusing on like a, on a microscopic level on something. Yeah. Which you've had a li- you've had your own dash of dermatillomania. Oh, I get into scabs, you know. <laughs> I get into them. I do exploratory mini surgery. I mean, it landed you in the ER at one point. It sure did. And I that mean, was that's pretty intense. Gross. That's pretty intense. Yeah, we had a little a little scuff on the motorcycle, you and I, and I hit my shin. Oh yeah, it was from that. I forgot that yeah. was the first. That was the beginning of it. I really gouged my shin in a motorcycle accident. Don't worry, everybody's fine. We're fine. And, and the motorcycle's gone. He it's sold been it. Sold. It's been sold. I don't ride anymore. Okay. <laughs> but if anybody asks, he just rides. say he's really into motorcycles. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and it had I had this wound. It was like a dent in my shin, and it was, yeah. It, I mean, it was it was the skin was broken, and it was a scab, and that was end of August, I want to say, of twenty sixteen, and for like it probably would have healed up in like a week. It wasn't that bad, yeah. But I started checking <laughs> on it. I started doing an inventory. You wanted to make sure it was there. I want to make sure it's there. Yeah. I want to I want to graze it with a finger. Sure, yeah. I want to I want to do the thing where I get the edges. Oh my just god. Flipped up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I'm like grossed out but also like 100% identify. Yeah. 
I want to feel what it feels like over the pants. I want to feel like what it feels like oh under God. the pants. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to see if it stings if I if I stretch the skin around it. Oh my God. Like what is that? I do the same shit. It really it's like some weird caveman shit. I want to see like what's emanating from it. Is it a clear liquid? Is oh my it blood? God. Guys, we should have warned you. (laughs) We'll put a warning in the description. So, yeah, I'm going to town on this thing for weeks, and then it starts to look pretty funky. (laughs) And it's starting to hurt, and it's starting to... It was while I was away in France, right, that you ended up at the ER? Yeah, and I just went to the ER, and I was like, I think... Does this look infected? Yeah, you quite literally were like, does this look infected? And they were like, oh, Jesus, yes. I forget what that bit even is. We used to shout that at each other. You would just jokingly drop your pants and show me your dick and say, does this look infected? Is that true? Yeah. Around the house? Yeah. Like to try to flirt with you? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if it was flirting or just trying to make me laugh, but it was just the idea that like your penis as is. It, like it's funny to think like does this all look infected turns out very infected uh, his shin not his dick well uh <laughs> did i did did that make you laugh or was that like sexual assault and harassment no it made me laugh we're married it's fine i could still sexually harass yes, you yes but that's not what this episode is about yeah go back to episode two if you want to hear about that okay <laughs> this is episode 14 we're not unpacking marital 14. sexual assault i think this is 14 it is 14 wow holy shit can you believe you've all been along for the ride you could have an episode for every day of the next two weeks of your miserable fucking life and you'd be okay? like wow i'm really sick of these two yeah jesus this is fucking terrible. Christ. what are we doing we're done. This is it. <laughs> we're talking about scab picking and shit. Yeah, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel Woo! here. Yeah, so scab, and I always did that with scabs. I remember a scab I got during the, oh, I remember what it was. My grandmother was over watching Pete Sampras in the U.S. <laughs> Open. Did grandma love tennis? She loved tennis. She loved the New York Mets. She loved sports. She was a bowler. Really? This is my mother's mother, Grandma Callier. Who I never had the pleasure. Peg. Uh, yeah, she, she's, uh, she passed, but I remember she was babysitting us. There was tennis on. I don't know if Pete Sampras was on. This was probably late eighties. I was a kid. Pete Sampras is young. I don't think he would have been playing. And I fell, I tripped and fell in our house and like our house had old floors everywhere, like old creaky floors. And it feels like there was just like sharp things to hurt yourself just on. Just like or? nails and fucking rigid, like wood just yeah. popping up. You know those... You know those plates that go between a wood floor and carpeting? They like seal off the edge of a carpet. No. They're like long strips of metal that are nailed down, like screwed in. I tripped and fell on that and that thing just like took a chunk out of my knee. Mm. And I remember, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Can you like not believe you're going to say that? I want to just think about the verbs I want to use because it is gross. I would just explore that thing. And. And I remember it wasn't like a true scab. It was partially, this word sucks. It was partially a flap. <laughs> and I remember digging around the flap and that really digging hurting. Digging around? Yeah, just like getting too deep in there. Oh. <laughs> and just knowing as a kid, like, this, I shouldn't be doing this. But, you know, let me just, let's, I just want to, like, give our listeners, like, a little perspective here, right? Yes, this is gross. Yes, 
Like, why are we talking about this? Like, are we just trying to gross people out? No. Really, for me, what this is about is like, we are humans. Mm -hmm. We are sacks of meat. We are humans. We are sacks of meat. That's one of the um, hot tracks by Dermatillomania. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I find when I talk about my skin picking disorder uh, with people, often there is like something about it that people identify with and it makes it far less uh, stigmatized in my own head. And yes, we're telling some like funny, gross stories and like, minutia of our bizarre behavior but it's like i'm pretty sure that all people on planet earth have had like some experience around this stuff because we're just like we're just fucking animals yeah well we're animals who want relief and we want to change how we feel and these things sometimes feel like convenient ways and it's not even conscious it's like you start doing it and all of a sudden you're laser focused on this one thing that is so visceral and so... And it can start at such a young age in these like weird instances that you have memories of. And then you're like, oh yeah, I liked to do that even when I was really young. Yeah. You know, and that it like, even though it was physically painful, it gave me some sort of mental relief, Mm -hmm. which, you know, once you start to make that association, it's like, oh yeah, there's so many other ways that I do that. Yeah. You know? So, yes, we're telling disgusting stories, but also we just want you guys to identify. Think about your own disgusting shit that you do. Yeah. <laughs> How many times you're whacking off this week? Is it more yeah. than seven or eight? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe take a look at that. Are you are you judging? No, uh, I'm, I'm down to I'm down to like a cool like once a week, twice a well, week. Maybe. I mean, do we want to open that door? or? <laughs> <laughs> There's reasons for why maybe you're only no, but whacking a couple times a week, hon. Yeah, but even in this past week, like I, it's we don't have to go down that road. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying there were times where it was like, I really when I think of my last couple years in the loft, uh, when I before we moved in here, I was doing a lot of work from home, I was like doing a lot of video editing. So it was just like round the clock. Well, it was just like. Not round the clock. It was more like, man, I really don't want to do this work. Want to jerk off? Here's a fun distraction. Sure. Yeah. And it's like it's it's crazy how impulsive it can become and mindless it can mm-hmm. become. Like where you don't. It's like holy shit, I'm doing this again. This is already mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Uh, and Consciousness I, you know, is the answer. That will that will come back. I'm sure for me. Like it's it's kind of a constant. Thing I, like I, I guess I want to say I'm not better than anyone, and I haven't solved it by any means, and I'm not judging anybody that that's a thing that they that they might have to do. No, because we all have our things, right? We've all got our ways to disassociate with the painful existence that is yeah. our reality. Yeah, I know a guy. Um, I'm going to keep this very vague. Uh, buddy of mine. No person person i work with every time uh every time i saw him like i used to work with this guy uh every time i saw him this is like 10 years ago every time i saw him he would have like a new like one to two thousand dollar piece of musical equipment Mm -hmm. like every like 
it was in this concentrated period of time that I knew this guy. And it was literally like this month where every other day it was a new guitar, a new drum set, a new this, a new that. And it was like so clear. Like it was like him. That was his thing. Working something out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just so I think I think the name of the game is like being so honest with ourselves when this stuff happens and finding a place to redirect that energy. Yeah. You know? Uh, and it's, but that's hard. It's hard to do alone. Cause yeah. like when you're in it, you feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm solving this. You know, yeah. like I think his mentality at the time was like, he's going to like build this studio and then get down to the art he wanted to make. And I think my, my whole thing for myself is like, I want that too. Like I, I get those big ideas too, yeah. but even with stand up, it's like, I want the, I want the special now, you know, mm-hmm. but I know I'm not capable of that. And it's like, I actually, I'm so glad that right now where I'm at is like, I'm actually happy to stay in the moment and in the day and do the hard work for today that will hopefully add up to those things later, you know? Yeah. And I but, think that we, uh, you and I have both had enough experiences and done enough work to know that like, uh, the end result or the product is not the answer yeah. or the solution. Right. It's like all the stuff leading up to it. And that may include buying a bunch of very expensive gear that, that you then realize like, well, I didn't really need to do that. Yeah. Because that's like part of the lesson. I will say today, like with all of the distraction that I was engaging in, I felt pretty conscious about it. Yeah. I mean, it was like unconscious on some level, but I was like my, the dialogue in my head was kind of like, well, you're doing this because you are anxious about these things Mm. and you know that. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that is a step that, that is some, that is like a step of progress that we don't celebrate enough because it's not like you're, you're doing these things and totally shutting down and just like, and not considering that or Uh, Well, I'm also not like completely beating myself up for it either where I'm just like, okay, like you're kind of struggling with facing some of these things that, you know, feel like emotionally challenging for you. So you're dealing with it this way currently. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're going to deal with it like this forever. Yeah. So like try not to give yourself too hard of a time and like what's a couple days of binge watching TV and eating like garbage when you know that you're not going to do it day in, day out. Yeah. Yeah. And like doing that kind of processing, uh, Jenny, my therapist would say, well, let's, let's invite that into the room. <laughs> she loves inviting people into the let's, room. Let's bring that into the room and let's, let's talk about that. Oh, let's talk to her. What does that, what does that look like? <laughs> it looks like I got a bunch of fucking paper towel pieces all over my face while I'm eating fucking cookies. Tiny hats. (laughs) Your tiny hats are so funny because yeah, so Ross will pick something till it creates some kind of fluid and then (laughs) put a little square paper towel on it. And it reminds me of my dad when he would nick his face shaving. It was always like a piece of toilet paper. (laughs) Which I've never had to do in my life. Never once. So you think you're like your dad was just like so willy nilly with how he shaved his face. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've cut myself shaving, but it, I just never had to put 
paper products on there. It's very like Mad Men. Yeah. You know, like why were they always nicking themselves? I gave this guy Ian a hug last night. Uh, I saw him at the thing and uh, he smelled like Old Spice. Mm. It gave me a very visceral father father memory. And you were like, please hug me for longer. (laughs) Can you go smoke a couple cigarettes and then can we have this hug? Don't talk though. Don't (laughs) say anything because my dad would never talk. (laughs) Yeah, maybe just grunt or something. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Let's do this again tomorrow when I feel like your stubble's coming a little bit more. You smoked a pack of cigarettes, Mm -hmm. then you put the aftershave on, and then hug me so tight. Dip your hands in motor oil. Get emphysema, then. <laughs> and then meet me back here at noon. <laughs> Can you do all that? Great. See you then. Oh, Polly, he's got uh, a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend now. Uh, right? My dad has a girlfriend. I love it. The reports are coming through other family members. Yeah. Any new juice? No. I don't no. like that I said juice when talking about that. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> when talking about my dad's sex Let's life, bring up you any just said fluids. juice. There's no juice involved. No, so. as we as we unpacked a little bit uh offline offline yeah, yeah. i can't i can't share private no text we won't messages. we won't go that into detail about other people ourselves sure mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. not god has this been a disgusting episode it's pretty visceral yeah <laughs> a lot of biology a lot of biological matter yeah yeah Speaking of biological matter, we just got to hang out with Rom at the beach for his first yeah, time. Yeah, Danielle and Adam's little baby Rom. Rom four, four months. Four months. First day at the beach. We got to watch him dip his little chunky legs into the water and burst yeah. into tears because it was way too cold. Yeah. So hopefully that'll scar him for the rest of his life. But what a good boy. He's yeah, so cute. he's so cute. They're and so such sweet. great parents. They really are. And just like delightful to be around and we love them so much and then we got to see our other friends bay and jen who are expecting like any any minute any second we're waiting for the amber alert to come through (laughs) that's what those are those are people having babies or those are Uh, stolen i bet a lot of people wished that it was just a pleasant announcement (laughs) that people are having babies but no uh yeah, it was interesting to see. Ew, get this off of the table. There was like sock dander all on the bottom of your foot. I just put my foot on the table and <laughs> Ross really didn't like it. Normally I love your little tootsies, but there was like schmegma all over the bottom of it. You know what schmegma is, right? I appropriate it to mean other things rather than cum. Okay. Okay. Well, it's dried cum. Okay. Also, just like dust. <laughs> <laughs> Um, schmutz. Maybe that's what I meant. You got yeah, schmutz. Yeah, it was more of a schmutz. Um, I've, I like that this weekend we saw like new baby mm-hmm. and then we also got to see like about to have baby where this little baby inside of Jen is like ready to come out so much so that it's like he's pushing his feet against the inside of her stomach where we can see it and feel yeah. it like a true blue alien. What is the pun she used about the the taint pain. What? It, what? The punch? The pun. There was a pun. Well, it's called... Uh, lightning light, crotch. Lightning no, there was crotch. another thing. There was another thing. A taint. A taint. Something about her taint. 
Well, she was describing it as it feels like he's taking his fingers and pinching between her vagina and her asshole, and he's just (laughs) pinching in the middle, a.k.a. the taint. Yeah, but there was a... I don't know. I don't know, hon. She had a funny joke about that. Uh, So that's what their little baby boy has been up to is... Pinching his mother from the inside. He's just got like a set of tools. He's got like pliers in there (laughs) or like a fucking chisel and a hammer. Slow torture from the inside. And he's like, I'm not ready to come out, but I will be doing a little bit of home decor in here. Yeah, that's Neon Laser Behar that's coming out of there. Neon Laser Radar Behar. No, Radar is his brother. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Adam named him. So, yeah. It was it was a great weekend of circle family of fun, circle, circle of life. life. Uh and then, you know, we've just been hanging out. Yeah. And now back to back to reality tomorrow for me. I don't know what you got going on, but I'm handing in a final edit of some projects for work. I get to s- style the women of America. Yeah. Well, for who? Who's your client? Izod. Oh. They're making women's clothes. A lot of boat shoes. <laughs> in theory, yes, but probably not in practice. Um anything else? I got sunburn at the beach. Oh yeah, we both like got sunburned. Like a real idiot. We both I'm got so good about that usually. It's not so bad though. You're it's already like mellowed out. You weren't in an extreme pain. There was no, no like second degree burns or anything. I just don't want my skin to peel. I hate dealing with the peeling. But you also love dealing with the feeling. No, skin peeling is different because the way it sloughs off. Isn't that the worst word? Oh, that's the worst word. It sloughs and it's spelled like S-L-O-U-G-H, like slow, like like dough. Slough. 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 First time I ever learned that word... We were shooting a documentary about uh, people who had traumatic injuries. And this kid uh, was a uh, paraplegic, but he had limited use in his arms. And the occupational therapist said that the skin underneath his like braces on his wrists or something, some kind of skin somewhere would start to slough off because of... no underuse or no. or something like that. It was whatever it was. I just remember hearing that and thinking that no. is horrible. No. <laughs> yeah, we are just we are just sacks of meat. Meat sacks. Oh, side note, my brother, Dave, friend of the show, uh, who hopefully will be a guest at some point, uh, thought that I should name my anxiety as a character that we bring oh, onto the show. Yeah. Angie anxiety. Angie. Is that I I I think that's good. But it's not great. You don't Angie, love it. Is Angie aggressive enough? Is she? I mean, maybe this is the shape your anxiety takes. Because I think your anxiety does trick you into thinking you guys are friends. <laughs> and maybe that does sound like an Angie kind of a move. It does. Like it's you like know, like your neighbor, mean girl move. Like your neighbor that's like, "Hey, uh, I heard you were home. I thought I could come in and watch." TV with you or something and you're like yeah sure and then she comes in and you're like of course I'm gonna let my neighbor in but then you get to know the neighbor and you're like I don't want to be friends with this person yeah, and she's just in there bitching and moaning and she doesn't yeah. even let you watch TV she's just like talking the yeah. whole time about like all of her family drama she's like wait a second you don't have Verizon Fios you guys pay for Optimum online that seems pretty stupid <laughs> and it's like Angie 
Yeah, she's just like reminding you of like the minutia yeah. all the time and yeah. just bitching and moaning about it. And you're like, Angie, I invite you over here. <laughs> she's like, I love watching RuPaul's Drag Race with you guys. But by the way, have you done your 2017 taxes? Yeah. She's like, wait, you haven't done quarterlies before? <laughs> you, What's you, wrong with you? Have you thought about quarterlies? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I got a regular full-time job, so it's not a problem for me, but yeah. I hear the quarterlies are really good. Maybe it's something you should look into. But also, I don't know. If you, t- if you listen to RuPaul's podcast, I mean, he seems all right, but it's like, also, what is he preaching? I'm not really that into him. I mean, he's fine, but, like, the LGBTQ community is really changing anyway, a lot Anyway, when days. are you going to have a baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now are you buying Angie yeah, is the I'm, name I'm of it? Yeah, I'm on board for Angie. Yeah, we just had to work through her a little Angie bit. Because Angie is, she's insidious. Because yes. you think she's there to help. Like, yeah. you think Angie's over to help you make a casserole for a party. Yeah. But really, she wants to burn the kitchen down. <laughs> but, like, slow and steady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she While is... While you're not looking. Yeah, like, she would definitely be doing Munchausen by proxy. Like, she's mm. doing a slow poisoning of her child. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, don't you feel bad for me? Like, my kid's sick. And it's like, well, Angie, that's because you've been putting fucking lead in their goddamn pudding cups yeah. every day for the past... 10 years. Yeah. In She's like, oh, but don't you feel bad for me though? Because Sheila, my daughter is like so ill. And it's like, yeah. Angie, it's because you've been putting shards of glass in her fucking mac and cheese. <laughs> in the form of, uh, and kids, uh, you better come home straight from school because you can't trust anybody in this neighborhood. Yes. You know, like Angie, she's incepting people with She's the only one you can trust. Fear, yes. Yeah. Angie's the only one you can trust. Yeah. Don't talk to the neighbors. Don't talk to them. <laughs> You don't know what they're up to. Hey, hey, no, you don't talk to my daughter. No. Get in the house. Yep. You don't talk to my daughter like that. No. Were you looking at her? <laughs> were, were you looking at... Miss, I'm the I'm the school yearbook photographer. I don't I care who look. you are. I don't like you to have a camera. Yeah. I don't like you taking pictures of my kid. <laughs> you taking pictures of my kid? <laughs> what, what are you, what are fucking you, pervert? Yeah, you some kind of sicko? <laughs> She'll get in the car. This person's a sicko. What I tell you, Sheila, you can't trust anybody. You can't tell. You know, you're not going to school tomorrow. That's it. Sheila, you're so beautiful. You're the most beautiful <laughs> daughter that's ever lived. You, you are the prettiest little princess. Don't look at her. <laughs> you think she's pretty. Everybody thinks you're beautiful. Everybody thinks you're beautiful. But that's because they're sick. They're sick. <laughs> they're sick, Sheila. <laughs> oh, think of all the young women who actually did have that experience and uh-huh. it has manifested itself in all sorts of fun ways. I think about that all the time, actually. While watching Toddlers and Tiara. And just how insidious the... Programming. The Angie anxiety monster is and all the tricks and tips that she's got. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. She's got cunning ways. Mm-hmm. Secrets. Dave's going to be excited that we really flesh this out. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Angie. Uh, y'all look fat. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stayed in all day today? Well, you know. I mean, there's always tomorrow, but also is there? Like, you know. I mean, I wouldn't have done it like that. Uh, you better get going. You're going to be late again today? Oh, okay. <laughs> Go up to the subway. MTA's always broke down. Better worry about that. Oh, you're watching TV on your phone again? I mean, you probably should get some better sleep than just doing that. But, I mean, I know you kind of need it. But mm. at the same time, it's like you never get in quality sleep that way. Also, like, you got all those books you never read. They're just sitting by your bed. What's wrong with you? Oh, Dunkin' Donuts, two for one special, $3? $3 is a really worth Yeah, you save a little money, but is it worth it in the long run? 
When was the last time you opened up your mail? You see all that mail? I mean, I know some of it says Mr. Ross Aaron Martino. Some of it says Ms. Ross Aaron Martino. But it's all it's all to you, so you should probably open it up, see what they're trying to tell you. can't remember if I asked you this, but when are you going to have a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Two people asked me that last night. Oh, God, everybody. They're like... Ross's clock is really ticking. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is she, 35 now? I think she just celebrated her 35th, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I know she's young. She's fun. She's running around. And she's yoga teaching. listen to your podcast. She's going to pick her own head off. <laughs> what is that even? I never even heard of something like that. She might need to get some help. Mm-hmm. You ever been to a dermatologist? I think they got an ointment for that. Yeah. You just put some ointment on and then she'll t- stop touching her face. A therapist? No, you don't got to go to a therapist. You got to go to a doctor, an mm-hmm. MD. That, they're the ones that got the answers. That's she's where you get the meds. Pill. You take pills? Oh, you don't take pills? You sober? You really need to be sober? <laughs> you don't got a drinking problem. It's been nine years. Oh, yoga? You, you like doing yoga? You'd be all right. <laughs> Let's do some mocktails and then we'll do some cocktails. Yeah, I mean, I like to do yoga, but it's this great class that I go to where it's like you go to class and then they do a wine tasting right after. Mm-hmm. It's called Vino Yoga. <laughs> Which is Um, true. Which is true. It's a real thing. They started following me on Instagram and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding. Let's talk about that for a second. I think, (sighs) I think like for us, it's so dangerous to criticize other people's drinking or where they fold drinking into because it's like, we don't want to be people that preach, you know, but we We inevitably are at at certain points. But but like, it is weird. So Ross found this uh, yoga collective that they their whole thing is we do wine tastings and yoga like we're their brand is yoga and wine it's called vino yoga yeah yoga drinking you know so like i hear that and i'm like well yoga is uh, from what i always understood yoga exists existed or was invented to help monks pray longer it's literally to self-actualize that's like the point of yoga it's like a union like yoga means union and it's like a union of like mind body and like reaching a self-actualized state like that's the point of it and something i always learned or something i really understood when i heard it when i was getting sober was somebody saying like for me addiction was a problem of uh of of subtraction versus a, a the guy was like it's it's a math problem it's i always thought i could deal with my problems by adding substances like if i use drugs and alcohol and i added them to myself i could feel relief from my problems but in fact it's a subtraction the solution is subtraction like take out the substances take out the bullshit in your life like take out the drama remove remove these things that are causing suffering and getting in your way and then you can find peace and relief, right? So, which I generally agree with. I think that's pretty, that works for me mm-hmm. conceptually. So like with yoga, it's like you're like engaging in this lifestyle, this practice, this uh, physical activity. And then to add wine on top, for the purpose of like spiritual mm-hmm relief and and self-actualization like you're describing to add wine onto it just feels like it's it's not gonna help anything i know and i'm and i'm having a bit of um libra moment about it the scales you know mm. she can see both sides to every situation she she's actually standing here like a crab i'm like (laughs) she's got her two arms out uh like in the one claw as soon as i was 
like ripping on Vino Yoga, it then popped into my head that I actually have a friend that I don't know if it was this exact one, but she was telling me how she doesn't really do yoga often, but she got invited to this thing with her friend where she went and did yoga and then drank wine afterwards. And that was like what was getting her to go to the class, that it was like this event that her friend invited her to. They do a little yoga and then they drink wine after. And I'm like, okay, well, like, is that yoga better than no yoga at all? Maybe, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like somebody that isn't really into that sort of workout or spirituality. Maybe it's just like planting the seed and they don't have a drinking problem. So it's just like a fun little thing to do. Uh, so I don't know. I see that point of it, but obviously I'm, I'm in that state of like learning about the history of this like magical thing that's existed for thousands of years. And I'm like, you're not supposed to fucking drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like on that Instagram too. It's just like all these fucking white women like posing with like cheesy smiles, like putting their thumb in their index finger together, like in a fucking cross-legged seated position, like we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, why do I hate that so much? I guess the inth- inauthenticity, but also it's like, I don't need to judge that so harshly. Do you see what I'm dealing with? Angie doesn't shut the fuck up. It's like every moment it's like, well, this, then this. But what about this? What about this? Well, you sound a little judgmental. (laughs) Do you really want to say that out loud on your podcast? People are going to hear this. They're going to hear this. But then the the very next brother is like, oh, yoga and wine. What's wrong with these fucking assholes? By the way, I want to plant a couple seeds (laughs) for you two. Uh, When you can't sleep tonight, you should think about should I have said that thing about my dad on the podcast? <laughs> Should I be judging I just Vino wanna, Yoga? I just want to put a couple mental bookmarks in there for when you're lying awake sleepless. And okay. by the way, have you thought about quarterly taxes? <laughs> also, you're not getting any younger. You might want to figure no. out whether or not you want a kid. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight. Sleep tight. Bye bye. <laughs> don't let angie bite <laughs> all right everybody we'll talk to you soon angie will also be talking to you every day let us know what she's saying to you and uh maybe we can all kill her off together yeah that sounds nice the slang of angie Ooh, bitch. angie that's why i also angie. like it though angie miss angie, angie. <laughs> <laughs> bye 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 Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs>